Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. Being a chef means keeping your cool in the kitchen. And with Resi Priority Notify and Global Dining Access through my Amex Platinum card, right this way, it's nice to try someone else's food for a change. That's the powerful backing of American Express. Terms apply. Learn more at americanexpress.com slash with Amex. The secret to catching prize-worthy fish? Fishing like a local. Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. The valuable knowledge of a local guide can turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day. Go to fishingbooker.com to discover thousands of local fishing charters from all around the world and create your perfect angling adventure with their easy-to-use online booking system. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. Winter is coming. Heavy rain, sleet, snow, and ice. Are your tires up for the challenge? In the season's worst conditions, winter tires are a game changer. They elevate traction, control, and confidence. They sell only the best, like the full line of Kumo tires. Go to TireRack.com slash sports. Tell them what you drive. Your tires will ship fast and free to your one of over 10,000 recommended installers. TireRack.com, the way tire buying should be. Welcome in, podcast listeners. Hope all of you are having a fantastic Monday. We got a loaded show for you. Joel Klatt, Fox Lead College Football Analyst, and Sean Merriman swing by and break down everything in the NFL and in college football. You want what you won't want to miss it. Appreciate all of you. Thank you for listening to the program. We have got a lot to dive into NFL college football wise, and it begins now. Outkick the coverage with Clay Travis live every weekday morning from 6 to 9 a.m. Eastern, 3 to 6 a.m. Pacific on Fox Sports Radio. Find your local station for Outkick the coverage at foxsportsradio.com or stream us live every morning on the iHeartRadio app by searching FSR. Now let's get this party started. You're listening to Fox Sports Radio. A lot to get to, much to dive into. I appreciate all of you hanging out with us. First of all, the Dodgers are close to their first World Series title since 1988. Clayton Kershaw gets a big win. The Dodgers one game away from exorcising their postseason demons. So uh, we'll talk a little bit about that later in the program. But obviously... This is a football-centric show. We talk the NFL and we talk college football a lot on Mondays. And so I want to start with that fabulous Sunday night football game and the big win that Kyler Murray and company managed to get against the Seahawks. The, The big lesson here is Seahawks finally lose a close game and Russell Wilson proves that he is mortal because he made a bunch of mistakes in this game that gave Arizona a chance to win. Now, to be fair, Seattle still scored 34 points, but Russell Wilson threw three interceptions, including a late one that allowed uh, Gonzalez to get redemption after he missed what should have been the uh, the game-winning field goal in overtime. He comes back for the Cardinals, makes another one, and... 
This is just more evidence as if we needed it of how good the NFC West is. I, you can make an argument based on what the 49ers did to the Patriots, and we'll get to that in a little bit, based on what the Rams have done so far this year, and certainly based on the Seahawks and the Cardinals, that there is a uh, that there is no division that is even remotely close to as good as the NFC West is right now. Kyler Murray, what a performance. 360 yards, three touchdowns through the air. He also ran for another touchdown. He looked absolutely spectacular as the Cardinals win uh, to get to 5-2 and two, and Seattle loses to get to 5-1. and one. So we only have one unbeaten team now left in the entirety of the NFL, and that team is the Steelers because the Steelers outlasted the Titans in what was an absolutely heavyweight fight, it felt like, game on Sunday. And what stood out about, so congratulations to uh, the Arizona Cardinals, what stood out to us about that battle between two 5-0 and teams, the Steelers find a way to win, first of all, because Steven Goskowski missed a 45-yard field goal that would have put this game into overtime. And what was interesting about this game in general, I would say, maybe more so uh, than, uh, than, than was expected, was how it was clearly a tale of two halves. The first half, the Steelers pretty much came out and absolutely dominated the Titans, took the opening drive down for a touchdown, were up 24-7, kicked a field goal early in the... Uh, second half and then the Titans kind of caught fire from there the only time the Titans had a had the ball with a chance to take the lead in the entire game was the final drive and it came down to that Goskowski kick after and again I think if you went back and watched the film and you asked Ryan Tannehill hey what did you do wrong the Titans were in incredibly good shape after he hit A.J. Brown to convert a third and 12, Titans had a first down at the Steeler 25 with one minute to play. And on that play, as he dropped back to pass, first and 10 from the Steeler 25, Ryan Tannehill got hit with an intentional grounding penalty. Credit to the Steelers for putting him under a little bit of pressure. But I think Tannehill could have easily taken a couple of steps, gotten outside of the tackle box and just heaved the ball wherever he wanted to go. Uh, He wasn't far from being outside the tackle box and Tannehill's pretty mobile. He didn't do that. He lost 10 yards, also required a 10-second runoff loss of downs. That put the Titans kind of behind the eight ball. They didn't really have an opportunity at that point to try and go for the win because once you were at the 25 with a minute to play and a first down, you had a real opportunity there if you hit that play or you hit the next play to put yourself in a position to not just make a field goal, but to go and win the game with a chance to throw a couple of passes into the end zone uh, with opportunities to win the game there. But I left watching the game between the Steelers and the Titans convinced that both of those teams are really good and they may match up again in the future. The Steelers were unbelievable on third down And that's really where they won the football game was their conversion rate on third down and particularly third down and long was flat out scintillating. And so that is what stood out the most to me 
was the Titans couldn't get off the field. And as a result, the Steelers finished 13 of 18 on third down. I mean, that is a crazy statistic. That's also an unbelievable amount of third downs overall to go 13 out of 18 is just uh, an insane number of uh, of attempts overall and to hit 13 of them is pretty wild but it felt like a game where most things were even but congratulations to the Steelers for being the last perfect team standing they're in a tough division obviously the AFC North and we will see how that shakes out going forward but uh, to me, we also have to circle back around to the uh, to the loss that the Seahawks had and point out how unbelievable, and now that they lost, it doesn't seem like as unbelievable of a play, but DK Metcalf chasing down uh, Buda Baker on what should have been a pick six. Russell Wilson threw three interceptions. The effort that was expended on that play was off the charts. And I've talked on this show about how DK Metcalf reminds me of Randy Moss. There's no way Randy Moss tries to make that play. There's no way he runs as far as uh, as we saw DK Metcalf. There's no way he hits uh, 22.64 miles an hour. DK Metcalf, they said, ran over 100 yards to make that play. And we should point out that for a moment, I'm sure Cardinals fans, their uh, their hearts were in their throats, for a moment, it looked like DK Metcalf had a walk-off to win the game for the Steelers in overtime. 50-yard explosive play on what was a pretty basic just wide receiver screen. Uh, Russell Wilson stood up, threw it out wide, and DK Metcalf made it happen from there, but they called a uh, holding penalty. And I do think it was the right call on the hold. I do think it was a hold but it was still an absolutely incredible play uh, that DK Metcalf made. And I think you can make an argument that Metcalf is the best wide receiver in the NFL. And oh, by the way, Lockett was making plays like crazy for the Seahawks. But the Seahawks, again, finally lose a close game. They were 14-2 and in one-possession games. Coming into this game, they lose a one-possession game. The Arizona Cardinals get a big win. And... As Dub knows, the outkick six-pack of picks in the NFL, we have been on fire. Our college football picks have not been doing that well. But in the NFL, we have been on fire. We went five and two. I gave you seven picks this past weekend. And uh, we are now 25 and 12 on the year in our NFL picks. We went five and two against the number there. Uh, All right, when we come back, we're going to continue to break down all the other really big games that uh, that took place in the NFL. Also, I'll tell you about my trip to Knoxville for the college football game. We will break all of that down for you and more. Appreciate all of you hanging out with us. We've got a loaded show scheduled, just so you know. Uh, Sean Merriman scheduled to join us and talk about the NFL in hour two. And then Joel Klatt, the Fox lead college football analyst, is scheduled to join us in the third hour of the program, but we're spending almost the entire show, don't worry, talking about football, breaking down everything in the NFL and in college, rolling through with you. Uh, appreciate all of you hanging out with us. Encourage you to go download the podcast. Make sure you don't miss a minute of this program. We want to set another record in October for overall listens. 
But up next, more on the NFL. What do we learn from the Cowboys? How about Tom Brady and Cam Newton and Bill Belichick and more? This is OutKick on Fox Sports Radio. This is OutKick, the coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. And you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o O'Reilly, who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a robot pachinko machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their trip of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit fishingbooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. 
Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of Yokohama tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended install near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their yokohama test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be There are so many different plays that are worth diving into over the course of Sunday's NFL action. And we opened talking about Sunday Night Football and the Titans' big game uh, against the Steelers and what we learned from the battle of two 5-0 teams. But to me, one of the most fascinating storylines coming into this season was how would Tom Brady and Bill Belichick fare without each other? And the way that I've been classifying it is Who would win the divorce? And I think that debate is over. I think the debate has been soundly answered. To me, the Tampa Bay Buccaneers are the best team in the NFC. Now, they don't have the best record. The Seattle Seahawks have a better record. The Green Bay Packers have a better record. But right now, as we come up on the halfway point of the season, one of the things you have to look forward and think about is... Who has the ability to accelerate into the turn in the second half of the season? There are a lot of teams with winning records. There are a lot of teams that can make the playoffs. There are a lot of decent and good teams in the NFC right now. But if you told me to pick who is going to be the NFC representative in the Super Bowl, it would be Tom Brady and the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. They're now adding Antonio Brown to their team. They have what I believe to be the best combination of offense and defense in the entirety of the NFC. And that's reflected so far in the overall outcomes of their games. Tampa Bay has got an 80-point differential, plus 80-point differential in the NFC right now. No one else is even remotely close to that, okay? They're about 30 points better than anybody else in the NFC so far through playing a full seven-game slate. Now, to be fair, some teams have played one less game, and it's possible they could come out and win, you know, 45-3, to three, and they could change the point differential dynamics. But the Bucks, they lost a game against the Bears. I understand you Chicago Bear fans out there who are like, hey, what about us? We're 5-1. and one. We're good. Okay, I understand that argument. I don't really buy it. I think the Bears are a little bit of a, of, of a fraud, they're only 12 points better right now. The Bears are than even, right? So that they are 5-1, and one, but they have only outscored their opponents so far by a total of 12 points. And if you want to think about what that would ordinarily reflect in terms of point differential, uh, that could very easily be a 500 record or even below 500. And so they've been a little bit fortunate in terms of how those numbers have broken in their favor so far this year so I just think it's worth contemplating there 
if I were picking right now and you said, Clay, based on seven games, seven weeks, who are the two teams that are going to meet in the Super Bowl? I would say it's going to be the Tampa Bay Buccaneers playing in their home stadium against the Kansas City Chiefs. Those are the two teams that I think are the best. But the big takeaway here is the Patriots have imploded. And I think it's fair to say that Bill Belichick's ego might have overridden his decision-making in this rare circumstance. Because Brady right now, it seemed to me that the that the, that the Tampa Bay, sorry, that the uh, New England Patriots believed that Brady didn't have much gas left in the tank. And the Patriots are the number one team that they would rather let their veterans go and constantly be cycling through new, younger players. And it seems to me readily apparent that the decision was made by Bill Belichick that Brady didn't have enough gas left in the tank. Consider what they did yesterday. Brady threw 45 passes for the Bucs yesterday. 33 of them were complete for 369 yards, four touchdowns, not a single interception, a 127 quarterback rating performance to get his team to 5-2 and two and go on the road and win against a pretty good Raiders team, by the way. It's not like they were playing against a bad team. What about the Patriots quarterbacks? Cam Newton, who was benched, and Jared Stidham, who came in. They combined to go 15 of 25 for 162 yards passing, four interceptions, and they had a quarterback rating of 39.5. The Patriots are not making the playoffs this year. They are a bad football team, and they are trending down as opposed to trending up. And I understand everybody out there who says, hey, you know what? The Patriots have been like this before. Yeah, but they had Tom Brady to be able to rescue them. And frankly, they haven't been this bad as they were the last couple of weeks. And remember, I know there's not a huge home field advantage, but playing in Foxborough in back-to-back weeks, they have lost to the Chiefs, sorry, to the to the Broncos, and they lost to the 49ers, and obviously they lost to the Chiefs on the road before that. So they've lost three games in a row. And now they go on the road against the Bills, who have to just be licking their chops over an opportunity to finally beat the Patriots. And then they get the Jets, which will be a win, I think. Even uh, the Jets, even when the Patriots are awful, they'll still get a win there. But then they play against the Ravens, So I think at the midway point of the season, there's a very good chance that effectively the Patriots are done and they are out of the mix to be able to contend for the playoffs because they'll be sitting at something like three and five uh, at the midway point of the season and they're just not going to be able to catch the Bills who have a big opportunity to effectively eliminate the Patriots uh, next week in this scenario, right? They can knock the Patriots down to two and five. The Bills can go to six and two. And Bill fans who are listening to me right now can say, don't say it out loud. I don't want you to jinx that they've beaten us so many times over the years. But this is not the New England Patriot team you grew up watching. This is not the Bill Belichick of your. This is Bill Belichick losing the divorce and overrating himself and his coaching acumen and thinking that Brady had nothing left and that he was going to be able to take advantage of this situation, all right? So that, to me, is one of the biggest takeaways 
from activity on Sunday. A couple of other big takeaways that we haven't gotten to yet. Andy Dalton getting absolutely wrecked in a hit by John Bostick for the Washington football team that was so unbelievably dirty that Bostick should have a substantial fine, maybe even face some more discipline than just a fine from the league. But nobody on the Dallas Cowboy offensive line stood up and defended their quarterback at all. Such that Mike McCarthy was saying after the game, and I quote, we speak all the time about playing for one another, protecting one another. It definitely was not the response you would expect. That is a situation where if you are an offensive lineman, your job is to protect the quarterback. When the opposing team does that to your quarterback and none of you stand up to defend him, that speaks volumes about the status of your team right now. And I also think it speaks incredible volumes about how little this team respects Mike McCarthy or the coaching staff. The Cowboys are now 2-5, and and even in the awful NFC East, they pretty much face a must-win game on the road against the Eagles. But I think it's unlikely that Andy Dalton will be able to play in that game, meaning we are talking about just an unmitigated disaster for the Cowboys. Because right after that, they play against the undefeated Steelers. And the Cowboys are squarely staring in the face a 2-7 and seven start that would effectively eliminate them from playoff contention, even in the woeful, very bad, no good NFC East. And the fact that nobody stood up for Andy Dalton is a horrible sign for what's going on in the NFC East right now. Also, this stat is pretty unbelievable. This is from NFL Research. With Washington beating the Cowboys, Week 7 is now ending without a single NFC East team reaching three wins yet. This is the first time in NFL history that every team in a division has fewer than three wins through Week 7. We've truly never seen a division this bad in the history of football and somebody is going to be able to host a home playoff game despite how bad this is. And frankly, the Eagles, fly Eagles fly, you guys have a chance to take complete control of this division with a 3-4-1 and one record this coming weekend in six days against the Dallas Cowboys. But the fact that nobody stood up for them at all is a horrible sign. And I want to circle back around on the Patriots for just a minute. Because I talked about the Brady-Belichick breakup and who was going to win the divorce. But I also said something that I think is really significant. And that was before the season started. I said that Cam Newton, to me, was the most fascinating single player in the entirety of the NFL season. Because I said, if you looked at Cam... There was such a wide range of what potentially might happen with him in this season. 
Because if Cam went out and played fabulously well, people would say the Patriots redeemed Cam Newton's career and somebody would give him $75 million plus to be their starting quarterback going forward. And maybe that team would have even been the New England Patriots. This was a small dollar contract and this was Cam Newton's opportunity to prove that he still had the goods to be a starting quarterback in the NFL. Instead, what we have seen so far is Cam Newton does not look like a starting quarterback in the NFL, even with Josh McDaniels working with him and even with the best head coach in the history of the NFL. Belichick had the reputation as a guy who could work magic even without Tom Brady. And many of us have sat around for a long time and wondered what Brady would have looked like without Belichick to coach him. What we are seeing happen right now in Tampa Bay is Brady looks like Brady. He doesn't look much different than he did in New England. And Belichick is not able to turn Cam Newton into Matt Castle. He's not finding ways to win in spite of no longer having Tom Brady. But to me, the biggest loser is not going to be Belichick. Because Belichick didn't spend a lot of money on his quarterback position this year. And a lot of people thought, with all the players from the Patriots who opted to sit out, a lot of people thought, myself included, that what would end up happening was the Patriots wouldn't be that good, but that their risk-reward with Cam Newton offered them ample opportunity to potentially find their way into the playoffs and for Cam to prove that he still has a lot of years left as a starting quarterback in this league. What I am seeing from Cam Newton so far, and I don't think it's too early to start to make a judgment, even with the challenges of COVID and even with the difficulty of no training camp and everything else, everyone is playing under the same rules and the same difficulties. And the New England Patriots are approaching the halfway point on their season, sitting at two and four, now going on the road against the Bills with an opportunity for the Bills to jump all over them and effectively end their season. This is it for Cam. I think Cam could get benched for Jared Stidham before long because I think the Patriots maybe, in the back of their mind, could find themselves in the Trevor Lawrence sweepstakes before all is said and done. But for Cam, this is a tough spot because he's not that old for a quarterback, but the numbers that he posted on Sunday are not numbers that is going to have anybody trying to sign him. Remember, there wasn't a huge demand for Cam Newton in the offseason already. That's why the Patriots got him so cheap. And he went 9 for 15 for 98 yards, three interceptions. He had a QBR of 3.5. He had an overall quarterback rating of 39.7. And significantly, and I told you I was worried about this, as the season moved along, teams were going to figure out what Cam was doing in the running game And also, he was going to start to get beaten up in the running game. And it was going to become harder and harder for him to make as many plays with his legs as he had been. And that's exactly what we're seeing. 
Cam was only able to run the ball five times for 19 yards against the San Francisco 49er defense, which hemmed him in and gave him a real beating. So, Cam Newton, biggest potential boom and also biggest potential bust as a starting quarterback in the NFL this year. And I think it is trending very much in the direction, unfortunately for Cam Newton, of bust. When we come back, I'll dive into college football and give you a picture of what I saw in the wild weekend of college football. I was up in Knoxville. I went, unfortunately, to the Alabama-Tennessee game. Uh, But I will tell you about what seeing my third pro or college football game in person was like this season. I went to Bills Titans. I went to Texans Titans. And now I've gone to Alabama-Tennessee. So I have been in two different major football stadiums so far this year, and I will tell you what that experience was like. This is Outkick the Coverage with Clay Travis. Hey, it's Jonas Knox, and you know O'Reilly Auto Parts, you know, o o o o who are in the business of keeping your car on the road. O'Reilly Auto Parts offer friendly, helpful service and the parts knowledge you need for all your maintenance and repairs. They've got thousands of parts and accessories in stock, either in-store or online, so you never have to worry if you're in a jam. The team at O'Reilly Auto Parts can test your battery for free, in or out of your car. If it needs to be replaced, they'll help you find the right battery for your vehicle. Need your windshield wipers replaced a brake light fix or a quick service they'll help you find the right part or point you to the nearest local repair shop for help whether you're a car aficionado or an auto novice you'll find the employees at o'reilly auto parts are knowledgeable helpful and best of all friendly and by the way i was just at o'reilly not that long ago within the last month and guess what needed some help with the alternator had some questions with the batteries they helped me right away and did it right there in the parking lot the professional parts people at O'Reilly Auto Parts are your one-stop shop for all things auto, do-it-yourself, and you can find what you need in-store or online. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today or visit them at O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. That's O'ReillyAuto.com slash 2pros. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. All right, game off. We got to pause here to talk more about Monopoly Go. I know what you're saying. Flag on the play. You already talked about that, but there's just so much good stuff in this game. In Monopoly Go, you can team up with friends for time tournaments where you work together to build up each other's boards. The more you win together, the more awesome prizes you unlock. And there's so much to get. Unique stickers you can trade with friends to complete albums for big prizes. Cool new playing pieces to travel the boards with. Hilarious emojis for taunting friends when you smash their buildings or heist their vaults. Plus, Monopoly Go feels new and exciting every day with constantly changing tournaments and challenges. A ton include their new unique mini-games like Digging for Treasure or a Robot Pachinko Machine. And there's always new timed events that help you win big like massive multipliers for everything you win or rent frenzies. There's always something fun to discover in Monopoly Go, so get off the bench and go download it now free on Google Play or the App Store. Game on! What's the secret to catching prize-worthy fish in exotic waters? 
Learning to fish like a local with Fishing Booker. Hey, Jonas Knox here with Fishing Booker. There's only one way to turn a fishing trip of no bites into the best catch of the day, and that's with the valuable knowledge of a local guide. With FishingBooker.com, you have the world's largest booking platform of local fishing guides right at your fingertips. Use Fishing Booker's easy-to-use online booking system and discover thousands of local fishing charters from around the world ready to share their tricks of the trade. Create your perfect fishing experience and search for charters by location, species, salt versus freshwater, and more. Plus, it's smooth sailing with Fishing Booker's simple online payment method. You'll always fish with confidence when you start fishing like a local. Start your angling adventure now with Fishing Booker. Visit FishingBooker.com and book your trip today. Fishing Booker. Fishing trips made easy. Hey, it's Jonas Knox. You've put it off long enough. It's time to replace your tires. Tire Rack has tires that will elevate your drive. Touring tires for commuter comfort. Performance tires for sporty handling. All-terrain tires for on- and off-road adventure. Go to TireRack.com to get started. Not sure where to begin? Use the Tire Decision Guide to get a personalized tire recommendation. The right tires for how, what, and where you drive. Choose from the full line of hand-cooked tires. Shipped fast and free to a recommended installation near you or choose the convenience of mobile tire installation they'll bring your new tires to your home or office and install them on site it doesn't get much easier than that go to tirerack.com sports to see their hand-cooked test results tire ratings and consumer reviews and be sure to check out all the current special offers great tires and a great deal what more could you ask for that's tirerack.com sports tirerack.com the way tire buying should be I was up in Knoxville over the weekend to watch the Alabama against Tennessee game. And I also obviously kept tabs on a lot of the other big games that were going on in college football. But I want to tell you right off the top uh, about the experience of going to a game because I know a lot of you out there listening, depending on what part of the country you may be living in, may not have the opportunity to attend either a college or a pro game. This was my third football game to go to. Um, I went to two Titans games in my hometown of Nashville, and I drove up for the weekend on, spent Friday and Saturday night in Knoxville and went to go watch Alabama play Tennessee. So before I get into breaking down exactly how good I thought Alabama was, let me first say that it was great to see the Big Ten back, okay? Regardless of what your uh, fan base affiliation is, this was the first what felt like full weekend of college football action. And I thought it was fantastic. Michigan in the Big Ten looked great against Minnesota. I thought that, uh, that Ohio State did about what we expected might happen against Nebraska. I think college football, I'm going to talk, talk about this a little bit with Joel in the third hour of the program. I think college football has got a major issue still with targeting. Nebraska had a couple of players that I don't believe should have been tossed from their games that were tossed, and I'll talk with Joel Klatt about that in the third hour of the program. Uh, But I thought that Indiana and Tom Allen, the Indiana coach, I hope you saw the video of all of the Indiana team celebrating after they got that win. And if you have followed Hoosier football at all, and I know we have a big audience of listeners in Indiana, those guys have been so close to getting a big win for so long. And to see 
Penix turn the corner there and Indiana go for two and score the way they did in overtime is a heck of a play. Impossibly difficult play to officiate, by the way. Even on instant replay, it was hard to tell. An incredible extension by him to break the plane and get the win going for two. But it was a similar scenario to what we saw happen in the Atlanta game where Todd Gurley tried to avoid going into the end zone, but he went in and that allowed the Denver, uh, sorry, the Detroit Lions to get the ball back and drive down and, and put the game into, uh, into overtime, or sorry, to win the game. At the end of the game for Penn State, they allowed Indiana to get in the position where they could get the, uh, the touchdown and two-point conversion to be able to put that game into overtime in the first place. They shouldn't have had that opportunity, but running backs made the decisions to score, and obviously Todd Gurley tried not to score, but the analytics situation there of basically not going into the end zone and allowing the clock to be run all the way down as opposed to scoring and giving your opponent the ball back. But those were uh, those were impressive wins. Rutgers actually won a football game, so congrats to the Rutgers fans out there. Michigan State, it looks like it's going to be a long season because I saw the opening lines come out, and Michigan is nearly a four-touchdown favorite over Michigan State, which is telling you that Michigan State is a really bad football team this year. But... Uh, Ohio State got the win. They look like the best team. We'll see what happens with Ohio State going on the road on Saturday against Penn State. But in terms of what it felt like to go to a college football game, I've been to Neyland Stadium since I was a kid. I started going to games there when I was five years old. My grandfather played uh, played for General Neyland back in the day before he was the general. Uh, my grandfather played in the 1930s for Tennessee. And so... Like many people who have an affiliation with a college football program, it starts way before you would even think about being old enough to actually go to college. And so I've been to Neyland Stadium a ton. I'm fortunate enough to have been and seen there a ton of huge games there. And what's challenging is you've got this amazing 100,000-seat stadium, and there are only 20,000 or whatever the heck it is, 25,000 people that are actually in the venue And so I was not in a suite. I was set out in the crowd itself with a couple of buddies. And um, it it did not feel anywhere near like the usual environment. And let me say this. I've been to a couple of NFL games. And to me, NFL stadiums, as loud as they are, never in any way resemble a big college football game going crazy on a game day. Why is that? I think it's probably the student section. I think that there's just more intensity in a college football stadium. I think people care more about whether their college football team wins in that stadium in general than they do in an NFL stadium. The NFL is just much more, and I look, I love watching the NFL, but it's much more of a corporate anesthetized version of football than college football is. College football is the most rabidly, crazily, wildly partisan sport that we have in America. And so that, I think, factors in in a big way. So I felt like it was more noticeably quiet in the college stadium than I did in the NFL stadium. And that's despite the fact that I've been for two pretty good games to watch the Titans play against 
uh, the uh, to, to watch the Titans play against the Bills and against the Texans in two games that ended up being really entertaining. And the Titans, obviously, as we were talking earlier, had a home playoff uh, home play could be a playoff game one day against the Steelers, and and that was a wildly entertaining game as well. Now, Alabama beat the bejesus out of Tennessee, and so that probably factored in a little bit. But the in, in getting in and out of the stadium felt smooth. Uh, you were required to wear a mask walking around in the stadium and on entry to the stadium. At no point did I feel remotely scared or threatened. And there was distance between me and most of the other people in the stadium. If you are interested in going to a game, and obviously there are a lot of people who want to go to games, I think the majority, I saw a study the other day where the majority of American sports fans now believe it's okay to go watch games in person. If that is you and you are starting to feel that same way, I I mean, I've been taking my kids, I've been taking my family, I went with a couple of buddies and we watched the game all together. We also did a public uh, meetup for OutKick And I met a lot of the OutKick listeners out there, both Alabama and Tennessee fans who were in town for the game. And and so that was a really cool experience as well. And I appreciate everybody who came and uh, hung out at the OutKick tailgate and had uh, had conversations with us because uh, that was a uh, that was a really fun and enjoyable experience as well. Uh, But in general, I did not in any way feel threatened inside of the stadium. I think the SEC has done a really good job of playing almost all their games. They've played 30 out of 32 of the games so far. And I think that they're going to have a lot of success going forward. They're basically almost halfway through the season. And I feel like I need to knock on wood because (laughs) with the way everything is gone uh, in the world, who knows what might happen this week. But things so far seem to be going pretty well. On the field, Alabama is one, even with Jalen Waddle getting hurt, and I hope he gets well, he got injured on the first play, and it's a significant injury. It's going to have him out for the rest of the season, sounds like. And I hope he gets well. He's a first-round receiver talent, along with Henry Ruggs and Jerry Judy and Devontae Smith. But even with that injury, Alabama has one of the best offenses that I have seen. They look like LSU did last year where their offense is so good, the defense doesn't have to be electric. They just have to be able to make the right plays at the right time, and it's almost impossible to keep up with them. Mac Jones, I think, is almost a lock to be at the Heisman ceremony in New York. If they have the Heisman ceremony in New York, I don't even know what they're going to do this year. He is playing fabulously well. That offensive line protects him well. Najee Harris is a bruising running back. Alabama has such, at this point, a conveyor belt of wide receivers that they just up the next guy, even with Waddle being out, just like we saw this year with Waddle and Devontae Smith stepping in for Judy and Ruggs when they were first-rounders. There's just so much talent there right now. Alabama delivered a brutally precise beating of a sort of regularity as Nick Saban won against Tennessee for the 14th straight year. That is a long, long time. That is a lot of losses stacked up together, particularly since the vast majority of those losses have not been particularly close. But 
the experience itself of being in a stadium. I was uh, very happy to see the Big Ten back. I'm happy that everybody could be in college stadiums. And I appreciate everybody that I saw in Knoxville who came up and said hi. We had a massive number of OutKick crew uh, that were out and about and came up and said hi. And I always appreciate that. All right, we come back. Dive back into the NFL. We're scheduled to be joined in the second hour by Sean Merriman. Uh, It lights out. We will talk with him about all the biggest stories in the NFL as well. And again, scheduled to be joined in the third hour of the program by Joel Klatt. This is OutKick. Thanks for hanging out with us on Fox Sports Radio. Oh, 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 O'Reilly. Are your wiper blades chattering, skipping, or squeaking? Don't let streaks or smearing on your windshield compromise your visibility. When it's time to replace your wiper blades, stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts and see our selection. Our professional parts people will even install your new wiper blades while you wait. Stop by O'Reilly Auto Parts today. Oh, 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 O'Reilly Auto Parts. At Bet365, we don't do ordinary. We believe that every sport should be epic. Every home run, every hit, every inning, every play. From the moments that are legendary to the ones that fly under the radar. Whether it's a walk-off grand slam or a base hit to center field. Whatever the sport, whatever the moment, it's never ordinary at Pet365. 21 plus only must be present in Ohio. If you or someone you know has a gambling problem and wants help, call 1-800-GAMBLER. I'm Katia Adler, host of The Global Story. Over the last 25 years, I've covered conflicts in the Middle East, political and economic crises in Europe, drug cartels in Mexico. Now I'm covering the stories behind the news all over the world in conversation with those who break it. Join me Monday to Friday to find out what's happening, why, and what it all means. Follow The Global Story from the BBC wherever you listen to podcasts. Rev up your thrills this summer at Cedar Point on the all-new Top Thrill 2. Drive the sky on the world's tallest and fastest triple-launch vertical speedway. And now, for a limited time, get more Cedar Point fun for less with our limited-time bundle for just $49.99. Get admission, parking, and all-day drinks for one low price. But you better hurry, because this bundle won't last long. Save now at cedarpoint.com. 